God, the priest of the Israelites. When it comes to stuff like that, I know about it because I have friends who know about it, not because I do, you know? Well, that's like the that's, distance where I'm at. Isn't that what it. being a journalist is? Knowing the right people, yeah. <laughs> it's all about who you know, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Palm greasing. Palm greasing, oh my god. Yeah. Welcome to Smite Me, the podcast where we reread the Torah from the beginning and see if we can glean any meaning from it for our you know, our cute little lives. So far, it's going great. Um, yeah, I'm John Alkabes. I'm here with my co-host, Ayani Hayashi. What's up? And Josh Marcus. Good evening, America. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a special guest this week, um, Aviva Siegel. Welcome. Hey, guys. Yeah, Hi. Aviva is a comedian, uh, just a friend of mine. Um, she has a podcast. No, not, not a podcast, a show called Talkies where it's like a comedy variety show you'll see all kinds of stuff that's on zoom fridays first and third um you can you can parse out what i mean fridays first and third I, <laughs> fridays no. first and third marketing extraordinaire john alkabeth no yeah, i'm not okay. i'm i'm not i'm quadrupling down <laughs> fridays first and third you know what i mean um this is how language I mean. evolves yeah, Aviva, did you um I'm curious about like your like did you have a bat mitzvah? I did. Yeah? What yeah. do you remember what the what the reading was about? Oh crap. God, I should have uh looked it up. I, I totally forgot what it was about, but I definitely remember like I definitely had to memorize it and they you know, it was still when people were using actual like cassette tapes to memorize i feel like there were walkmen but they gave it to me on cassette oh yeah um uh-huh. and it's just like a recording of like whatever whoever the cantor is of your particular synagogue it must have singing. been the yeah it must have been the cantor Chaim frankel whoa um shout, shout out. out shout out to Chaim <laughs> frankel um unmistakably yeah. jewish name <laughs> I I, yeah. The name that you can't really hide behind. <laughs> new new Haim Frankel EP just dropped, and it's the dude. I he should release singing. an EP. I hope he releases an LP, because um, you know he has a lot of material. And I um, I definitely remember the Vea Hafta, but I don't remember my Haftorah portion. For sure. What was the what was the party like? Did you have a DJ who gave out like floppy or like big inflatable shoes and saxophones and shit? Of course. Um, yeah, definitely inflatables. I I have an older sister and I went to her bat mitzvah like four years before mine. And like when she got lifted up in the chair, I was like, God, I can't wait to be lifted up in that chair. That looks so amazing. And I really looked forward to that for about four years. And then <laughs> when I was had my bat mitzvah, you know, I was like 13. So it starts to become like a bad time for you, like emotionally. I feel like for just sure, beca- yeah, because it, you're in you're in middle school, and I definitely 
Well, first of all, I had like a theme for my bat mitzvah. I don't know if you guys had themes, but some people did. I thought Judaism was the theme usually. That's what you would think, but like <laughs> uh, people had like, for the party, they yeah, people would have was a God's theme. Love. <laughs> oh, is that true? No. no. Oh, no. Um, my theme was beach. Was oh, I do remember that. There That's was a, a great, great theme. You know, like a cool us. and creative kind of different thing. Wait, Aviva, what was your theme? My theme was the sh- TV show Survivor. Yes. Which, ah, um, some- yes. which someone only like pointed out to me kind of recently. I was like, oh, it was like the theme was like Survivor. And they were like, you mean like Holocaust Survivors? I was like, no, it's like the <laughs> reality show Survivor. No, that's a, that's a wild <laughs> jump for them to make. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I try, I think I, I also like invited kids I like didn't know that well because I, I mean, I'm not trying to like be a sad sack. I don't have like, I don't think I had a lot of friends at the time. So I definitely invited just like people. Just kids who were on the bar mitzvah circuit. You padded the guest list. Kids were around. I I definitely had to pad the guest list a little bit. Uh There were definitely like blowjobs given to cert to people in the bathroom, not by me, but by. I was you gonna know. say like two just to get the people to come. I mean, wow, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Chaim Frankel definitely. Um, you send, yeah. Oh you God. send the invitation along with a guy who sucks their dick. <laughs> yeah, it a does make your decision making a lot clearer, though. Yeah, definitely, but you know. I, I think I had a good time. I had like a cute little outfit on. There were pigs in a blanket, which was, you know, definitely a requirement for me. And it, I think it was a good night. It was a good night. So I'm curious, did you, are, when like, when it comes to like your Jewish uh, upbringing, um, I'm not really sure what the word is. Like, were you, were you one of the, the people who kind of like went uh, during high school to like the, um, the confirmation stuff and, and all of that and like, consistently involved or were you kind of the genre of people where it's like 13 you have your bar bat mitzvah and then you just never think about that shit again so i went my preschool i went to like preschool at the at my temple which was gehilat israel and then i would go like once a week to hebrew school up until i was like in fifth grade and then after that it was like twice a week and then, yeah, when I turned third, after my bat mitzvah, I was like, see you later. Oh, actually, no, I worked as a, a TA after my bat mitzvah for like a first Hebrew classes for kids. And that was like my first paying job, which was below minimum wage. Because if you're not 16, yep. you don't have to pay people real money. Yep. And I did that probably like 13 to 14. And then I was like, see you later. Until birthright. <laughs> ah, I get that free nice. trip. When did you do birthright? Why? When? Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to interrogate you about, like, the politics of going on birthright. Minute seven of the pod. No, I'm just curious when. <laughs> I did birthright when I was, it was, like, right after college. So I think I was 22. Nice. Perfect yeah. birthright age is there's yeah. a cutoff right it yes there is but they like moved it up a few years ago it used to be like 28 was the cutoff or 29 and now it's like into your early 30s i think it's like 35 now or something oh oh they they, they moved it in the other direction like even more people can do it honestly uh, i think mm-hmm. that like you shouldn't be able to go after your 28 in the same way that like 
I don't know, just like grow the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really, you're you're gonna be a thirty one year old on birthright? I mean, I guess. You know, you've actually really articulated a feeling I had, but I wasn't I, quite sure a, how to say. Well, it's a little harsh yeah. for sure, but like, I guess, I guess maybe if you want to embrace the free trip, but it's just like you're gonna sit on a bus with a bunch of other thirty five year olds and like, I don't know, whatever. Well, I wonder if they age segment it because I feel like the person who goes on yes. birthright at thirty five is pretty different than the person who goes in their early twenties. Yeah, they, yeah, I think that then you are on a trip with like the thirties, mm-hmm. other people. Birthright in the golden 30s. years, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> kind of. Birthright is weird. It is like psychologically insane. What what happens there? It's yes. it's a weird time. I did things. I, I guess our next question is: What's the thing you love most about Israel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, well, my mom. What's the, what's the most yeah. uh, uncriticizable part of this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I could say a lot of things. My mom is from Israel, actually. And, okay. The, I mean, the most kind of uncontroversial thing I can think of. I mean, the food is so good. It's so good. It's just all, it's, you know, obviously. Not obviously, but you guys know how small Israel is, so everything is just like super local. The size of New Jersey. They beat us over the fucking head with how that many fact. T- how many times have you heard that? I mean, especially in like Hebrew school, they they said that all the time. I'm like, I get it. It's small. It's the size of New Jersey. Like, enough. I think it was weird. It was different for me because I was a big one because uh, I'm I'm half Japanese and like I'm aware of also the size of Japan. It's bigger than Israel, okay. but it's a relatively small country, especially compared to the U.S. So there were people in I remember in like in my Hebrew school who were like, "But well, how can you have a country that small?" I'm just like, "No, there's like a ton of them." Like, <laughs> right? That's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah, Like the idea that was of a very a tiny American country, thing. Yeah, the idea of a tiny country yeah. was not odd to me. Like and you'd never be able to project to project force globally. I mean, from a country that small, yeah. Let's get into the history of that. <laughs> Can't even build an aircraft carrier. What the you want to get into smiteables? Yeah, you want to get into a smiteable? Dude, does anyone have one that uh, they want to start with? Or Josh? <laughs> Josh, I always make you start. Why do you guys always ask to start with me? I'll go first because I have a good one. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's good, but I have one. So I definitely think I would have been smited. For not appreciating "quote unquote" gifts given to me. Now that sounds harsh, hmm. but um, <laughs> "quote unquote" gifts. "Quote unquote" gifts. You'll understand what I'm saying. So I recently got news within the last week or so, whenever the fuck we're recording this, um, that uh, my main man, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Alfred, go fuck yourself, Bezos, is stepping down. <laughs> oh my god! From uh, Amazon, and it really felt like if there was a god creator being. It felt like God being like, see, look at that. Like, you got something you want. Now be happy. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm absolutely not happy because I know that he's doing this basically to take news away from the fact that they just settled a lawsuit about fucking an enormous amount of wage theft from their flex drivers. Whatever. Big deal. He's going to turn over the company and still run it. Who gives a shit? It's not fucking important. I was going to say, he's still going to be on the board. He's just not going to be the CEO Yeah, anymore. he's saying, I'm not going to put three letters at the end of my name. I'm still going to make exactly as much money as I did before off the backs of fucking people's work. So your smiteable offense is that you weren't happy enough about him stepping down because you realize it's all a big fraud and he's still going to be a rich psychopath? I I wouldn't say happy enough. I wasn't happy at all. Um, yeah, me neither. 
I just uh, kind of assumed that we were all on the same page of that. That wasn't some big victory of the left that like, <laughs> no, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. He stepped down. Woohoo. <laughs> no, it just felt like, like a couple people with my noted uh, disdain for people like him sent me that and they were just like wow like what do you think is going on and i was like fucking nothing nothing is going on the only thing that's going on is a lawsuit that got settled like the thing already happened and it's just it's it's just fucking it's a fucking press move nothing fucking changes these people don't i'm not gonna get into it but that was my smiteable deed <laughs> all right i i uh josh do you want to go or should i yeah sure um i would say this is kind of mundane but i actually feel like in the Old Testament, it actually might be more smiteable than some of the normal things we talk about. But I just feel like I really, like, I, like, write in the margins of the Torah a lot, but it's, like, always making fun of what it says. I feel like that's, there's got, there's got to be a oh, commandment for that's, sure. like, don't do that. Yeah, you're not supposed to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's a like, big one. Wow, we get it, you know, or something. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, you're going to Sheol. Yeah, no, I feel like it, it must be. Um, and I also feel like, I've probably pissed off the like the literary gods by like how I treat like a paperback too. Um, like I was going back through a book, I was rereading it that I'd read in college, and I had dog-eared it in like on one page in both directions. So it's like a double, it's like a crinkle crut like French fry. <laughs> and I was just like, this is like a horrible thing to do. Whatever. Like, I don't know. People have reverence for books, like like not for literature, but for the actual physical book. For the physical like, thing. Whatever, man. Yeah, fair can't, enough. Fair enough. Can't take it with you when you die. You know? What no, a, I, no, I don't know. Dude, but Fran Leibowitz has 10,000 books in her apartment, okay? Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, actually, maybe that's a sin. It's just uh, fucking loving Fran Leibowitz, even though she's, like, so ridiculous. I, uh... <laughs> like, I know all the knocks against her. Like, she just is, like, not... She's not as cutting as she thinks she is. I've willfully not I found out about that. trying to find her irresistible. I don't know what's going on with her. Oh, you gotta watch this. Pretend it's a city. I mean, Alyssa, have you been to New York City? Because there's some, you know, pretty crazy stuff that happens over there. There's colorful <laughs> characters. There's uh, people will jaywalk. Fran Leibowitz covers all that. <laughs> um, Damn. People aren't always nice to each other. Sometimes they're really nope. kind of direct. Very direct. Very curt. Yeah. Sometimes they tend to move quickly because they feel like they have places they need to be. I don't know. So it's her delivering yeah. insights of that quality about the nature of New York City and Martin Scorsese just fucking laughing his ass off. That's fun. I mean... Like, kissing her feet level of laughter. Is it's it like, funny. did they make it in the pandemic? Like, are they like... Seems I don't like think so. Well, yeah. whatever. There's a lot of, like, her talking in front of live studio audiences. Yeah. Um, I guess my smiteable offense is kind of similar in to Ayani's in that it has nothing to do with me but i made it about i made it have something to do with me is <laughs> just i don't know podcasting baby just making fun of benjamin netanyahu on twitter.com because he <laughs> like got indicted for i don't quite know the full story but basically he got accused of war crimes by this committee that was like started as a committee that like during the holocaust and he's he like said in his speech like like they're using the same like committee that was meant to protect the Jews to go after the only nation the Jews have. And it's just like, yeah, dude, fucking life comes at you fast. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's just, it's like the same old line as always, but. You uh, you can't accuse a Jew of war crimes because of the Holocaust. An iconic piece of logic. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic. He's just playing a hit, so I don't know what I expected. But I also, the the tweet that I sent that, like, kind of gained, weirdly gained some traction was I just, I said that Israel is to Judaism as Kevin Spacey is to homosexuality. And <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're surprised that that gained traction? Why? Because it's a spicy take? It's yeah. funny. A lot of people are big fans of, of Israel. No, no, I mean, no one... Bigger fit. I think more people, like, proportionally, more Jews like Israel than people who watch movies like Kevin Spacey anymore. But I... <laughs> I'm going to go on the record. <laughs> it's, but it's just the same, like, Kevin, it just, like, Netanyahu... I, I don't know. I guess it's more Netanyahu that is similar <laughs> to Spacey and not the state of Israel itself, because that's kind of but i just the thing of like i could totally see netanyahu like doing fucking some kevin spacey shit like falling falling in quotes on a 14 year old boy and groping him and then when he gets accused of something just being like oh well i i am jewish so i thought you were going for the angle that you like man from philadelphia a weird like uh not apology but remember that weird video that uh oh he does one every year oh that was insane he does one every single year yeah every Year well, on Christmas, yeah. he comes out with like a new video where he's like, "I'm still here," I, and he plays his character from House of Cards, but it's like very <laughs> creepy. You're fired. And... You don't have to be that person anymore. You'll never get yeah. paid to do that again. What the fuck? Whoa. That's weird. That's very strange. Um, Aviva, do you have a smiteable deed done dirt cheap? Yeah. I wrote down a lot. Uh, all, I, You're like, how much time do you have? Um, That's great. I That's could, great. but I could limit it to one. Uh, okay, so I know in the, this is a commandment to honor your mother and father. Yeah, right? that's one of the big ones. That's, that's a huge commandment. Um, honor those motherfuckers. So, yeah, you should honor them. But I will say last night, my mom gave me a few, she called me a few times with, um, and she needed some computer help, and Oof. I grew frustrated. Uh, I was really trying to hold it in. I was like, so I, she needed to like open a document, and it like wouldn't work on the desktop mail application. So I had to like teach her how to log into Gmail, and then she like didn't remember her password, so we had to like change her password, and then. And then the desktop mail application that like didn't accept her password anymore. So it was, it was a whole thing. And meanwhile, I'm like on, I was like on the landline with her trying to talk her through it. And, um, and I'm just like, this is like what you owe to your mother now after raising you, you owe her help with email. Like that's <laughs> what you do. That's the contract. To, like, yeah. You know. Yeah, I was like, that's the contract, and I'm on the landline with her and her cell phone, and I'm like already kind of growing frustrated, and her cell phone starts ringing, and she's a dog walker, so she made her ringtone the sound of like a dog barking, so her ringtone is just, ar, 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 and she's just like letting it go in the background, and there's just like a dog barking sound, and I was like, and she like isn't getting the instructions on how to log into the email and i definitely i got a little tense um i we definitely didn't fight but i was um 
It was a. T- it was ten. It got tense that's, at moments. That's. It's making um, me tense hearing that story. Right when yeah. it got to the dog yeah. barking ringtone. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Like my my impression of the ringtone is so much more tame than the actual ringtone. It's oh, it's yeah. so aggressive. It's so it's so loud. Like, and she's had it for years, so it's just like white noise to her. But it was. My it's, mom it's, has like a bleep bloop version of uh, California Lovin' by Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and like almost every time it comes on, she like pauses to appreciate the song. <laughs> she's like, and she's kind of oh just a little dance. That's amazing. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Moms moms have ringtones, you know? Moms have ringtones. I have no tones. idea what my, yeah. my mom's. Mine, my mom just has like the app one that came with her phone. Yeah. That's um, good. Want to dive into that summary? Yeah, we can dive into the summary now that we're all, you know, we've done our little confession segment. Um, <laughs> so, kind of the wrong tradition, whatever, I don't give a shit. I was going to say, now that we're all yeah, forgiven. All, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, all right, so I think when we last left off, basically, Moses had shown back up in Egypt after uh, a little bit of time away. Um, and had sort of entreated to Pharaoh that maybe uh, the Israelite people should be allowed to go into the desert and do a uh, sacrifice, and Pharaoh said, no thanks. Um, and then God basically told Moses that, like, hey, I'm about, to, uh, I'm about to fuck some shit up. So we pick up right after that line, basically, um, where God basically, he hits up Moses to tell him, uh, this is the summary, so we're going to be covering some stuff we already know. But he hits up Moses and says, hey, I'm God, uh, just so you know, uh, and throws in that the Abraham and all the other patriarchs didn't even know God's name, which as a side note makes their behavior more suspect in my mind, that they didn't even get the guy's name. Um, and then... <laughs> Okay, so he, he uh, tells Moses about the claim to the land of Canaan and gives a whole speech about how the God's going to save the Israelites with an outstretched arm and extreme violence. Um, Moses tells the Israelites that uh, all this shit, but they kind of don't care because they're tired and working as slaves. And Moses has already told them that, hey, Pharaoh's going to let us go, and that didn't happen. Um, so Moses and Aaron go to speak to Pharaoh about the letting my people go stuff. Uh, then all, all of a sudden, just kind of like a shot out of left field or whatever the f- expression is, uh, we just get like an old school Genesis begat, begat, begat. Nothing interesting is learned from that begat, begat, begat. Um, and then the Bible basically tells us in three different ways that Aaron went to go speak to Moses. Um, and reiterates that God spoke to Moses and that Moses also has stage fright slash a stutter. You know, Biden there's a lot of ways to interpret that. Um, so God says to Moses that don't worry, you're a very special boy and I'll take you out of Egypt and I'll make sure that the Pharaoh says no to emancipation so that I can fuck up the uh, Egyptians a bunch, which is a weird promise to make. And then uh, they go talk to Pharaoh and Aaron not Moses, but Aaron pulls the old snake to staff trick where he turns his snake into a staff. But the Egyptians do the same thing. Um, the god snake eats the other snakes. Maybe that's a win. It doesn't really seem like it. Pharaoh is not convinced. Um, god basically goes back to Moses and says, uh, don't worry. Uh, Pharaoh's being a real hard ass about it. I don't really know what's going on. Seemingly forgetting that uh, he's the reason that 
Pharaoh is being a hard ass, but whatever. Because he keeps reiterating throughout this multiple times that God says, hey, uh, I'm going to make sure Pharaoh says no. It kind of changes. The, I mean, we'll get into it. But it ch- the tense in which Pharaoh's heart hardens changes from to shift responsibility between yeah and so we get to the fun part that we were all waiting for particularly in this day and age it's uh it's plague day plague day it's um <laughs> plague day we're here this is oh. the game we were all waiting for <laughs> plague day. um so god says uh, hey moses go tell aaron to confront pharaoh in the morning and i'll turn the river into blood and they do that the egyptians apparently do that too so pharaoh doesn't give a shit then they move on to the frog trick aaron summons a bunch of frogs this time, though, it's a little different. Pharaoh goes, hey, Moses, tell God to cut this shit out, and I'll let you go. And they cut that shit out, but he doesn't let them go. Shocker. Um, it also mentions that it was very stinky. Um, stinky! A lot of dead frogs. I could see it. Um, no, I think he I, Oh, I think the blood was specified as stinky. I, they, I believe it said, would all be stinky. They said, <laughs> and the land stank. I remember that. Yeah, because P.U. Because my boyfriend's name is Land, so I <laughs> that's I said it out loud to him. <laughs> that's very funny. Okay. Uh, hi, Land. <laughs> so uh, they go, okay, uh, God and Aaron this time go for the lice trick. Uh, and basically, Aaron throws a bunch of dust in the air, and then it all becomes lice. Um, and it's not convincing to Pharaoh. Uh Lices, whatever. Um, so this time our heroes go. F- what is it? Uh, they go for what our translate. My translation said noxious creatures that infect the homes of the Egyptians and not the Israelites. Quick pause. Is that the lice? The- no, that's lice are separate. Okay. What are the noxious creatures? I think I don't know. I think it was just like a whole bunch of like boars and shit. I- Noxious? I don't know. Man. Noxious is like kind of like poisonous or damaging. And I don't know. Are you sure yeah. it didn't say obnoxious? It Thank said you, noxious. John. <laughs> What's it's like a I don't know. What would be a noxious? Oh, sorry. Like a skunk. A skunk is a perfect oh. noxious creature. That is actually a pretty rough plague. If just angry skunks ran <clears throat> your city. I think the the dust and the lice was the most viscerally horrifying for me. Interesting, because or or maybe the river full of blood, and then blood being inside of everything. Yes, I was gonna say the (laughs) river. Any vessel. The river full of blood. I would say, wow, they really started off with a bang, because that sounds like the worst. It really does. Wait, you wanna? We'll 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 get there. there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, So okay, Mm -hmm. so they go for the noxious creatures, um, and it. They say, hey, it's gonna infect all the Egyptians and not the Israelites, and that's. Proof of God's power, I guess. Um, after that, though, Pharaoh's like, fine, go sacrifice to your God. Moses delivers just a, a, a quick sort of caveat to the whole thing where he goes, actually, in order to sacrifice to our God, we have to kill one of your gods to kill to please our God. Um, but Pharaoh's like, fine, maybe he's a cynic and is like, I don't believe in any of that shit anyways. But after the uh, creatures leave, he's like, psych, you got to stay here. Um this time, Moses goes to Pharaoh and says, look, dude, if you do this again, we're going to fuck with your livestock. So they do. It doesn't work. Nobody, no, nobody cares, I guess. So they throw ashes into the air, and it turns into boils on the Egyptians. Okay, so God makes sure Pharaoh says no again. Um, uh, and then kind of also reveals in a little uh, statement to Moses that he's mostly doing this to, like, swing his dick around and demonstrate how cool he is. 
And he basically says, like, hey, I'm doing this because I'm declaring dominion over all of this land. And, you know, fuck you if you get in my way. It's remarkably petty, even for the Old Testament God. Um, so uh, after that, uh, God sends down a, a, a hail of, of fire. Well, I mean, it's it's hail on fire is what it says. It's hail, and it's also on fire. Fire hail. Um, and, uh, but this time it's indiscriminate, and uh, God says, hey, if you want to fucking live, uh, stay the fuck inside and keep all your shit together. Um, and then, you know, anyone who doesn't believe what I say gets got. And then the text is like, haha, just kidding. It didn't, it didn't fall over where the Israelites live. So nice little whoopsie-poopsie there. Um uh, and then Pharaoh, at the end of this chapter, remains entrenched in his position not to let the uh, Israelite people go, and none of this changed anything. The end. He's like, yeah, yeah. what if maybe the, maybe next time it'll be different. <laughs> and that's our summary. Yep. I was just looking online, and on Wikipedia it says that it was either flies or wild beasts. Those are wildly different. Oh, the noxious. Yeah. Was, okay. Yeah, a classic but I think, either I think it could have been yeah. like just big ugly boars that farted all the time. I think because also in I know that there are boars in Israel, so it's possible. Boars are pretty hardcore. This is, this is like... Egypt. What am I? There's boars in Egypt. I don't know. I don't know. Diaspora. Uh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because boars. Oh my, ah, yeah. no. Okay, thank you <laughs> again. Um, anybody have any overarching thoughts for like general themes that might have? appeared in the text the, the, this week or anything like that i had a lot of thoughts if i may, you may. Sure. go for it <laughs> oh you may <laughs> um in fact you must okay like we we were saying um they started with the blood which was gross it stank and it lasted for like a week uh there's just like the rivers turned to blood and no one could drink water and Talk about all the fish dying. All the fish died. So that stinks on top of all the blood. And I was like, well, that is horrible. And then the frogs came and I was like, okay, that's like not nearly as bad as the blood. It's just like a lot of, it's a lot of frogs. Okay. It probably stinks, but it's. Wait, can I just. Not really like. Yeah, go ahead. This is just a small thought. Do you think when they wrote, when they were writing this and they wrote frogs, they were like trying to be funny? <laughs> uh, they were like, you know what would be a gas if if some <laughs> yeah um with like the um curb your enthusiasm music in the background as like guys in tunics are like running around with frogs on their head and stuff yeah i mean whoever whatever whatever like one you know of like the five scholars who wrote the torah or whatever like someone must have really hated frogs they were like, "This is the, the right." Worst they were brainstorming the happen. worst things that could happen. <laughs> yeah. Personal play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blood frogs. Yeah. There's actually a normal amount of Boils. frogs. In the next plague after frogs was like, yeah. uh, like Deborah cheating on you. It's like that's just <laughs> <Right>. one dude. <laughs> yeah, when people leave the sink kind of wet after yeah. using it, it's just like just get a little hand towel and just. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah. Did you have we were you were on frogs? Oh, I mean, I could go. Okay, something that was also striking, and I know is like a theme in the Torah, and I think also in the yeah, I know it's in the Torah is that like people are like 
live to be like 130 years old I'm like all right mm-hmm. yeah like, moses and like, aaron and are like 80 when all this is going I'd, down yeah that was not like how i imagine i mean moses like the image i have of him is like beard and he has white hair but it's like oh he's like in his 80s he's like way more um progressed in terms of age than yeah, I imagine. The imagery is typically of like a um an old but like stout sixty eight year old. Sure. Like, yeah, like old man strength. He might like swim in the harbor in the morning. Yeah, he's guy. like he's he's gray because he's old, but he's mostly gray because he's stressed. Like Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I do know an eighty nine year old who works out regularly and is like really physically fit. So it's possible. They might be Moses. Is descendants Maybe. i mean my, my grandparents were like biking around europe when they were like 88 wow yeah for them. i don't Whoa. expect the same for myself i don't i want to talk about how i want to talk about the magicians and how they <laughs> would god would do something fucked up to egypt and then as a, a way to justify not listening like not freeing the slaves they would just do the same thing like they would just yeah. Sab- yeah. self-sabotage to prove that God wasn't actually that special. Yeah, the comedy of that arrangement mm-hmm. did not dawn on me until this read. I mean, we kind of did that in America a little bit. Not nearly on the same regards, but remember when the terrorists were going to come in like the early 2000s and take our freedom, so we just beat them to it? Like, mm. <laughs> took our own freedom? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, what, oh, wait. What you're ta- oh, you're talking about like the... George Bush. Yeah. Like yeah. the early oh, sure. 2000s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, Freedom Fries. Time. Yeah. Freedom Fries. Patriot Act. All that yeah. good mm. stuff. But um, yeah, this is funny. I do like, I was thinking of like, um, I once sat in on union bargaining uh, and like, imagine if like during a, a, like negotiating a new deal for like a union, the lawyers for both sides just went outside and started doing competing magic tricks with each other. <laughs> yeah. <it's awesome. laughs> like, That's very, Cause yeah. like, like what is going on that? Yeah. Cause okay. Then they can do the trick and it's like, then what? No, this is yeah. how we settle things. Wait, what happened with the staffs turning into snakes? Like the kind of Aaron's the fair, our staff just ate our snake, just ate their snake. Ate, well, it wasn't our, a snake, our snake eating ate a their snake. snake. According to the text, it said, but Aaron's rod swallowed their rods. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, god, very erotic. Docking confirmed. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was working its magic on me thousands of years later as I was reading it. Yeah, yeah, um. God, how hard is this Pharaoh's heart? By the, it's got to be hard as hell. <laughs> too much spaghetti, was, Alfredo. I know. It's like it's even there. harder. It's like, and the Pharaoh's heart hardened more. I'm like, okay, it's pretty damn rock solid at this point. <laughs> so, do, do, well, do yeah, you I think it's like softening the... and then hardening and softening, hardening. Right, because it stopped. Okay. From, he he has no object permanence. He's like, oh, the frogs are gone. So, <laughs> right. Well, it's like fucking. <laughs> Moses should have gotten paid up again. front. Like, don't stop the frogs. Don't turn off the frog faucet until the people. He's actually gonna let the people go. But yeah, I, I think Ayana, you were saying you want to let's you wanna, go you bit by bit. Get, just get bit by bit from the from the very beginning Shit. here. Um, so the first the first little bit is like kind of a re, kind of repeats itself, right? It's just a god, a lot of God running running his mouth. God saying <laughs> that God yapping. is doing things on behalf of me, God. 
I mean, it is fun. We've brought it up before, I know, but it is just sometimes amazing how like uh, how little faith, not that people have in this book, but how the book has in the readers of it. Oh, to, yeah. To like understand yeah. what the fuck is going on. Well, it, <laughs> but it's both. It's like it'll say that somebody was somebody else's son five times, but then mm. it will also just skip, as we've talked about, just skip over huge details. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing I, I had for there, honestly, was just that how poorly it's written and the fact that, like, from the get-go, it's I, I don't know if it's weird. Like, we could kind of come to expect it, but it is kind of funny that from the, the get-go, the promise of this whole story we're going to get is that, like, I'm going to solve this situation, but I could just solve the situation, but I'd rather solve it in a way that requires, like, a lot of people dying, so I'm going to do it that way. Yeah, he kind of I know. lays it out. Yeah, it's one of those situations where it's not just like a the religious school version is a reframing, but it's like fully a lie. Yeah. Yeah, I felt pretty bad for the Egyptians this time around reading it because I was like, well, I mean, this pharaoh guy isn't great, but like these Egyptians, I guess there are there's some bad people in like, you know, management and middle management and et cetera. But I kind of thought of the metaphor of like, these people are being punished because they are kind of passively living in a society that's allowing slavery. Sure. So yes. it's kind of yes. like, I'm kind of picturing like a suburban mom being like, you know, I get the cause, but why did they have to block the highway? <laughs> but instead right. she's like, why did they have to have their God send frogs <laughs> upon us? I yes. I think that's bad for messaging. That's a good comparison. Yeah. For sure. Um, any other thing I thought it was funny that uh, Moses like, uh, maybe this is part of the quote-unquote compelling part of the story, but that like Moses keeps going to the Israelite people and they just don't, they don't have it, they don't want any of it. And he's just like, no, God's gonna come out and 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 we're gonna be free and we're gonna go to the land that was promised with us. And they're just like, okay, how about today? Well, <laughs> God, well Moses is just put in this spot where he's running between, he's running between God, the Jewish people, Pharaoh. And on top of this, he has to bring Aaron along the whole time. His his position doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Why does Aaron need to be there? Did I because, did I miss something? Oh, because Moses isn't yeah. good with the words. He's okay. That okay. He's he's that's what I was guy. wondering. He's heavy okay. of mouth and tongue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. A fun but detail I mouth thought is that gotcha. as part of the instructions, God just keeps telling Moses to like make the offer to Pharaoh as he's coming out of the river. Like yeah, he, that's bathing. what he does for the Nile one. Well, no, he does it multiple times. It's like, go down to him when he's getting out of the water and talk. To, I don't know. I just, it's just like a bizarrely specific. Uh, people, people who are, people who are successful have routines, Josh. <laughs> mm. yeah, it's also, true. I was thinking about, that's uh. really funny. <laughs> Yeah, I well, I was thinking about how like it's weird that like there's all this conflict, but it still exists in this world where like they're able to just like walk right up to Pharaoh and start demanding shit. <laughs> totally. <laughs> he, yeah. I, like, I imagine him looking around like, is anyone fucking seeing this? Like, come on, I'm Pharaoh. Get rid of them. It's right. just the worst security detail in the world. Right. I guess so. So we covered the snake eating, getting eaten by the other snake <laughs> the docking we covered jews um, have better magic in other words yes that so. yeah all of the all of, i did a little bit of research of like what 
different rabbis and should have said and it's all, all regarding the 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 magicians they're all like either they were just doing like sleight of hand and making stuff look a certain way or it was the devil um which... okay oh so it was like either their magic isn't reals and ours is or theirs are it's all real but ours is the good kind yes <laughs> but i cool. will say god cool. our god our jewish god r- made the river run red with blood and that is some satan shit i'm sorry it just that, absolutely. is that's true not only the part i found creepier is it also talks about how any vessel of wood or stone is also filled with blood so it's like every container that, that existed whoa that's hard, that's it's hard to do fucking metal as fuck i'm super into yeah. it river of blood yeah. <laughs> oh my god and then the part that i was like oh yeah right they're really just like torturing the egyptian people as they talk about people having to dig in the sand for water mm-hmm. instead of going to this I giant know. river where it's just yeah. like i don't know i think the part I, of me that like goes out to my heart that goes out to the egyptian people is, is less like the landed elite and more towards like i imagine there's probably poor egyptians who uh if they are not officially slaves work in slave-like conditions and they're just like they got to deal with fucking uh, blood blood river too and they got to deal with they got to deal with that right they got to deal with pharaoh's just diamond strength heart just getting harder by the moment rock hard heart yep hardest hearted also but then also pharaoh is a little bit of a badass in a weird way. Because he has that cool hat? Because he has the cool hat. Cool hat. <laughs> Tall, cool Rob hat. Rob Rock makeup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very Stu- cool. Stubborn as hell. But the fact that... Uh, like, man, a little, man of conviction. little brat. Like yeah. All That's the awesome. water in the land turns to blood, which means that he's drinking blood, too, and he's like... I don't give a shit. Maybe about he's this. drinking wine. I didn't. Maybe think- that's why none of this shit is making sense to him. He's like, I'll be fine. That's true, yeah. actually. That's a good point. But I feel like. I don't know. He probably had his assistant go buy him like a crystal geyser or something. I don't know. Or just like go across the border mm. to Jordan, you know, or, or maybe or whatever. Sure. What about like the frogs and stuff? He's just like, yeah, frogs are pillows now. Like that's how we have to live. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I did feel bad for those Egyptians once again. I was like reading it. I was like, well, God really likes the Jews. Um, <laughs> he's really uh, sticking his neck out for the Jews right now. Who do the who are the Egyptians praying to? Some kind of like pagan some I, don't, idol. I don't remember some yeah, fucking some kind of idol cheap. or something some the only thing that matters about other cultures is that they something. aren't the culture that we're in that's the moral that's you know? the moral of the story that i yeah, uh, yeah that yeah. That's and it often is away with. that often is the moral of the story <laughs> is that people are different and we don't know about all that the thing about all those other cultures and one side has wmds yeah so yeah yeah. All right. Um, next plague. Oh What's yeah. The next plague after blood. I'm sure we've covered it. Oh, the next plague frogs is frogs. Is after blood. Frogs we've covered pretty extensively. I do really appreciate that in the text it it specifies that the frogs were in people's bowls. <laughs> I love that. Like, I just it's comforting knowing like yeah they did have bowls back then and frogs were in them. <laughs> Shout out to bowls. <laughs> Does it uh, specify how long the frogs were around like it does with the blood? I feel like it wasn't that long. Cause I don't remember if they specified. I'm kind of remembering back to the day of darkness that we had in California. Um, and I'm like kind of thinking that like I could probably get used to like a day of frogs. <laughs> I'm fine with that. In your house though? In this room, Ioni? Don't die. Bowl? 
Yeah, but not until they're done jumping around on everything and probably pooping. So I will go outside. Oh. You'll go outside. I'll go outside. Where the frogs belong. Yeah. You're just going to switch places Boy, with the frogs. you're going to become a frog? For a day. Just because a frog wants to become a human? For a day, I can do it. I did a day of darkness. It was fine. I got prepared for a week of it. Oh, this is where the, magi- the Egyptian magicians stop having the juice. They are, they are not able to turn dust into lice. Yeah, it's interesting. What did they do to, to prove the frogs? They just get frogs? Smoke and ears. They just them go around and find... They a big billy find... robe, and then from underneath it, a bunch of frogs just, like, hopped out. I don't know. Very clever. Yeah. I love the idea of them, like, being like, like, oh, you think you can do frogs? Like, I have frogs. I have frogs. And they, like, release a bat, like, a bag full of frogs, and someone's like, hey, those are the same... You just found some of the frogs that God sent and put them in a bag. They're like, I'll yeah. do that magic trick in two hours. It almost feels like, <laughs> be a, right back. like, a, like a lawyer trick. Like, there's frogs running around everywhere, and they're like, oh, you, your god can make frogs? Check it out. Frog right over here, frog right over there. Yep. That's my god. Sure. <laughs> Who among us could even say whose who's frog was whose? Yeah. Frogs belong like to that. no one. Damn, true. Each Every frog is a sovereign citizen. <laughs> um, okay, lice, that's shitty. A bunch of people had to shave their heads, probably. That's really bad. Yeah, like the, you know, Egyptian school nurse probably had to make everyone line up and check everybody, and it was probably, took a long time. It's a busy day. <laughs> a lot of buzz cuts. A lot of buzz cuts. They had to put, yeah. like, plastic wrap all over their furniture. <laughs> Can and I throw in a little bit of, bad. of historical bummer news? Please. Oh, no. Um, I think that's almost all of history, I feel yeah, like. Well, Fair. Uh, I don't know what time period this of Egypt this is supposed to be, but for a lot of it, everybody was bald anyways because of lice. Like it was just a really yeah, they wore wigs. It was just a problem that they had. So in reality, like a a plague of lice probably wouldn't have done too much because they okay. were mostly already. So bald. that was just the norm. Yeah. Interesting. It could be that weird thing of the the Bible trying to take credit for other people's cultures, though. Interesting. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you want to know why they did that shit? Mm. Big old plague. Ha- have you guys all had lice? I've had lice. I've never had lice, and I never will. You, oh. wow! <laughs> Famous well, last words. Yeah, it's on. You know, can't rule it out. I've yeah. had lice. Uh, now sure. that we're talking about it, I'm like, my scalp, I feel itchy. So, so you definitely <laughs> yeah. have it. It's just that like psychosomatic, like psychosomatic. Um, yeah, that's not nice to send lice. Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. After a certain point, it's like it feels okay. It's like okay, frogs, lice, beasts. Like they're just different kinds of sending in different types of animals. I don't know. It's like uh, until until the hail. That's true. And the and the boils. The boils. They gave every they gave everyone acne before the big dance. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow! That sucks. Make them. They, um, I feel like it's the part after the um, after the lice and during the plague of the wild beasts. They kind of just say out loud what their the state the like underlying theme is. God just says, "And I will make a distinction between my people and your people." Right. And it's kind of just like, well, that's it right there, isn't it? It's just. Oh, I guess another thing I wanted just... to note is that the like we all know let my people go that's a classic that's a banger moses says that to pharaoh but the full quote make the full quote is 
is you realize that it's God speaking through Moses because the full quote is, let my people go so that they may worship me, which I just think is so funny because it's just like, that's like the verbiage of it where that's the reason that he has to free this, like, God's like, listen, you can't, you can't have these people, like, you can't be forcing them to labor. You need to set them free because I have big plans of they're all going to spend all day worshiping me and telling me how great I am. I'm so. going to drop an album in, like, three months, and I need them to have the time. Yeah. God, like, over time becomes really rude <laughs> and, like, self-obsessed. Because there, yes. there's, there's a really good book by written by, like, some nun called a history of god and it just takes you through like the when like god was first written about when there was just like the pagan god and god was just like i'm the sun and i help plants grow and then god became like really mean and was like actually like i'll punish you if you do anything wrong and also worship me because i'm the best or like i'm gonna kill everything to impress the egyptians so much that they're impressed and they let my people go like when he's saying that he's gonna convince or he's not he's gonna make it so Pharaoh resists them, he says, but I will harden Pharaoh's heart that I may multiply my signs and marvels in the land of Egypt just to like prove how big and scary. It is odd that at god no point yeah. is this god like you could invite them along and bring them into the fold. Maybe you do some dances and you do some things together and then everybody worships me. He's like, nah, I'm No, it's like I'm gonna terrorize yeah. them. It's fucked up. Um it's also weird too because uh, just kind of going back to like the creation story and stuff like there's other gods and other traditions where the main focus of humankind is to worship them it, within the text like the main focus behind humankind is essentially just a fluke like a bad idea that essentially kind of runs wild so it's very weird that like a whole book later and two chapters in this god is like actually I think the reason everyone is around is so that they can uh, tell me how cool I am yeah, God gets a little more like more like a human and less mysterious. It's just like I just want fans. He like becomes evil Superman. Yeah. I know. And God is also doing a lot of like, listen, like tell Pharaoh this and tell I'm like, tell him tell him yourself. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of sick <laughs> totally. of playing telephone here. Yeah. Especially Moses would probably be an unreliable player of telephone, if we're being honest. Yeah, that's a good point. Not what he's he heavy tongued. What he's it, heavy, what of, he's just, heavy of mouth and tongue, yeah. which I, I took to mean that like his tongue is too long for him to close his mouth. Mm. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Has like a Jay Leno esque chin. Yeah, I feel just... like it means he's like stupid. That's I <laughs> yeah. kind of got that or, too. Or not well spoken. Yeah, he I mean, does a lot of things I, I, that I, I someone can't who's... talk to the Israelite people because I'm a dum dum. But I think that's what it is. <laughs> I kind of do. Because he's. It's kind of funny because I feel like Moses and Pharaoh both shown to be, or like portrayed as kind of dumb, but in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like where Moses is sort of like too dumb or too not well spoken enough to carry out instructions and pharaoh's like just doesn't understand actions and consequences i kind of like the thing you implied earlier that pharaoh is just fucking hammered yeah pharaoh's <laughs> oh I no mean, that makes sense he's hammered on either power or alcohol he's been on a bender the since the water turned into fucking blood that's when he just started drinking and so he and he's just been drinking since then. So he's like, oh, life. I mean, as we've seen in the in the Torah so far, the pharaohs are famously about good vibes only. <laughs> I mean, like in the time of, of Joseph, he's like, 
hey, there's a famine. What if what if you took care of that and I was I was just around? So are you suggesting that Pharaoh's palace was was a, something of a hype house? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Only it was just there's about positivity. just like DJs hanging out and like fair like Moses and Aaron start to walk in. They're like they're like yo, you can't go in there right now. Like fucking Kyler is recording like, a Kyler. A, a promo right tripping now. right now, dude. He will not is not going to be good <laughs> if you go in there. Yeah. Um, okay, there's yes. just, just I don't know how many people really have thoughts over it because you never like the whole. There's two things about this portion that really are interesting to me. Number one, they just color it's it's it the the narrative is framed differently when you actually look at the text and not just listen to like the stories because it's kind of a minor detail that he brings Aaron along to talk, but it is kind of weird that like you know, we, we the in most of the media and stuff like the uh Moses is sort of presented as like the heroic you focus on him character uh who like confronts Pharaoh and it also is like the one who gets to outstretch his staff and the sea parts and all of that. But in the text, he's kind of like a weird Rasputin fucking, like, <laughs> creepy guy. A shy like, little baby. Whispering into Aaron's ears, being like... <laughs> and, yeah. And we're like, that's our guy. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm Pharaoh, what do you want? And then Moses kind of just, like, whispers to Aaron. Like, it kind yeah. of, right. to me, it kind of reads Stay as, quiet. like, God not being able to admit that he fucked up. Like, he, like, sees Moses, you know, Moses, last week we talked about Moses kills this slave driver and then runs away, and then God, like, <laughs> appears to him um, and is like, you're the guy, and then he's like, but what if I'm not the guy? But God, since God already, God appeared to him in the form of a burning bush, and God doesn't want to look dumb. So he's like, no, actually, you are the guy, because I said you're the guy. And right, maybe that would be quite you, a flourish to use on the wrong right. guy. He's like, maybe the guy happens to not be able to talk, so he has to bring his brother along, but he's still the guy, and I'm still right, because I'm still God. And I'm the sure. best. Yeah, I also, you know, since... So it was also funny how, again, how like Aaron and Moses's ages were presented so late in the story. They're like, and Moses was 83 and Aaron was 86. I was like, okay, like I have thrown for a loop here, but all right. That felt like kind of a gag too. Like and, it was just kind yes. of really funny timing. Yeah, the age, and someone was, yeah, like I said, 130 years old. Yeah, the age thing, and I know you mentioned the page with all of just kind of the description of the lineage. So I was like, okay, this is totally unnecessary information. You're just trying to, like, meet the word count for the Torah, I think, and just, <laughs> yeah. like... I think it's um, so striking that it comes in the middle of the plot. Like, Very striking. And this is like the best story there is from a story. <laughs> I know. The most memorable images. And they're like, you know what I just realized that's <laughs> funny? This isn't is working. It's funny that there's so much filler in the Torah, especially given that <laughs> people have to like, ex like spend tons of time like handwriting every Torah that goes out. Yes. Right. So like, <laughs> they have to spend hours and hours writing stuff that is translates to like, and he was the son of him who was the son of him, and he was the son of him right. who was the son of him. I don't know. It's just funny. I know it's and the Torah is just like what a handful of guys. 
it's just like so like a little like weird like writer's room a guy i mean i guess it's like a, a bunch of scholars like over time but it's just like some guys. It's yeah, weird. no, I mean, we definitely presumably male scholars. Yeah, we definitely discuss it as a <laughs> yeah, writer. definitely male. Freak, do you think they would freak out if they saw what they had done in the world now? You know what I mean? Like if they were dropped down in the time machine and were like, the, the, like the thing I wrote with the guys, like the thing, this, <laughs> just me and my buddies in the writers. Stuff? They room? would see. I don't yeah. know. They would like see a hot Cheeto and or they would eat a hot Cheeto and fucking like <laughs> see Cardi B on the little TV at the gas station and then they would die. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think anything that has to do with the Bible would be the least interesting thing to them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They'd be yeah, like, they'd probably freak out about like showers, showers. or something. Yeah. But they'd be like, oh, my writing was like so bad back then. Like I just like can't believe how much <laughs> yeah. I progressed. Like Yeah, so I can't true. wait for them to drop their newest. I team. never use adverbs now. Yeah. I just I just was curious about people's thoughts about we also never really get taught this, the little caveat that it's also previously not mentioned, where Moses, when Pharaoh is like, Hey, okay, fine, can you like go do your sacrifice? He's like, actually, we gotta kill one of your gods. I didn't even catch that. Right. I just thought, yeah. He says that he says we have to kill one of your gods. Yeah, I just he says he actually said... our god demands the sacrifice of one of yours. Hmm. To me, it just kind of, I don't know. It kind of, it just, it started as it feels like it started being about slavery, being about this actual injustice, and then it kept getting obfuscated and obfuscated so that it's about all this other shit, which I think is, I don't know. I was just thinking about how it's apt, like. That God is, or I don't know, just how, like, issues in society today, yes, I just said that, fucking... In these unprecedented, in these unprecedented times. times. In in these, uh, way, the place that we are, um, no, 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 just, like, things, we start to have a conversation about, like, I don't know, like, Medicare for all, and then it gets, like, just, like, twisted into all this other shit. So it's, like, it's, like, yeah, God is... His 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 premise is like yeah I, I want I, it's not right that these people are enslaved but really he just wants to do the frog thing you know yeah it reminded me even more specifically like I totally agree about that sort of like ideological drift that's in it but like especially when it comes to like wars or like justifying violence like it starts off being like oh we're gonna liberate these people and then it becomes like well these people like weren't worshiping us hard enough so we're gonna kill all of them. And then, you know, because by the end, it's talking about how Pharaoh reverted to his guilty ways. It's like, that's not really he about started like, eating ice cream sandwiches. And staying it's just like, we don't like this bad guy, Pharaoh. And none of the punishments fall on Pharaoh, really. I mean, like the frogs are in his house, but like, yeah, it's it, a poorly targeted remedy. I know it definitely made me think of like, it definitely made me think of the Holocaust happened to the Jews and then like, post-Holocaust Zionist movement happened and then like the Jews moved to Israel and like kicked all these Arab people out of their homes in order to like call it was like it just it definitely made me think of that in a way where I was like behavior is justified because we were victimized a sure bit. And it's also kind of like the degradation of what it is initially like a, a, a moral position right where it's like mm -hmm. like in the text it's like hey the more the the proper moral position prop I don't know whatever the the moral position it takes at first is like hey this is slavery this is bad and it happened to us so it's doubly bad um 
So, you know, we, we, you know, something about this world has to change and it devolves and degrades into regardless of whether or not we're slaves or not, there's a right and a wrong religion. Yes. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like you fight a war to prevent, I don't know, like a, a, an ethnic cleansing or something. And then 20 years later, you're just still kind of there. Whoopsie doodle. I also couldn't help but the like the hippie in me. I was just thinking about like the environmental degradation that's happening. Oh yeah, mm. like God just like destroys Egypt as like a functioning. Oh, place. give me a break! There Even were on... it was, it was they get, <laughs> had good jobs. Everyone got jobs. <laughs> There's something called the free market. They wouldn't do it if it would hurt them. Yeah. I mean, um, but can't you know God like killed all their livestock and made their water blood? Can't he just like? reverse it is that not yeah also can't he i wonder what the what you know ram bomb has to say about that one because i feel like yeah it's just like all the crops are destroyed all the livestock's dead the water's blood the firstborn eventually get killed little right literally here's what you do like here's what i do if i'm god in this situation i tell the (laughs) egypt i tell the jews pack up your stuff and go and then when the egyptians try to follow them and like stop them they can't because there's a force shield they just can't move. Yeah. Mm. Boom. Or just like you're do free. the um, bye bye. Like men in black, like memory wipe thing. <laughs> and the Egyptians will be like, like, you're not slaves. You're our best friends. I know. And the staff that turns into the snake would be like a perfect little like memory wipe style yeah. device. If you just like, I could see. A snake like rattles its little rattle and everyone's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then they just, they just don't even remember anything. That's also, perfect. just realized yeah. it too that I, I, this is just literally off of what you said about like reversing it. It kind of makes the Israelite situation even worse with all these plagues because, yeah, they're the only ones who have livestock and whatever, but they're, and they're the only ones whose like crops grow, but they're slaves. So the Egyptians probably just come and take their shit. So it's just like continuing to like make the situation of the people you're trying to like rescue worse. Yeah, right. It doesn't talk about like That's well, some of the plagues skip over the. It talks about like oh, we're only going to kill the Egyptians. Right. It's not super interested uh, in the economic consequences of what happens when you turn the Nile yeah. River That's into blood. That's true. But or at least with the first ones, the Egyptians are probably like, "This is your god doing this shit." Like now you have to build twice the number of straw bricks. Or like while you're wearing a little loincloth. Theoretically, like the Egyptians could be so freaked out by what is happening. They're like, I'm not even gonna try to steal this guy's livestock because he'll just like shove a frog in my mouth. Like, I don't know what he's capable yeah. of. Extreme frog violence, Bible yeah. edition. Yeah. Yes. My porridge will turn into fucking scorpions. I guess yeah. I don't know. I, this kind uh, of is a reverse of what I have been saying about God. But I guess the my my like quote-unquote like radical interpretation of this or whatever that like like i guess just here's here's my message for like the the liberal jewish establishment all right (laughs) and and you can and you can clip that you can put it on your little website i don't care but it's like (laughs) (laughs) on your live journal no i just think i wish more of like the liberal jews who raised me would read this passage as like a call to like radical action you know what i mean like pharaoh's heart was hardened like they were never gonna get through to pharaoh by by like appealing to him morally they had to fuck with him sometimes you just have to fuck with bad people how about that 
How about sometimes you just have Fair. to fucking, I don't know, strike and make their fucking lives worse. And I, I agree with that sentiment, but it is a little bit not. Well, if you want to come to that com- conclusion, I think it's good. I don't think this is necessarily the text to do it because previously <laughs> yeah, we did cause... just specify how God is like, I'm going to make all of this happen. I know. Listen, man, I know. But I'm just saying we're just bullshitting anyway. I wish we could at least extract, like, some better messages than just the typical, I don't know. I know. So Pharaoh is, like, Jeff Bezos, and he needs to be given... Some noxious beasts. Is what you're yeah, I'm, I'm down with to, yeah. exactly noxious beasts for a stinky bases. wet, like a van full of stinky or, wet dogs. Yeah. No, he, I'll tell. No, I'll, I'll do you one more. We are we are the noxious beasts of Evo. We have to oh. be the noxious beasts oh. we wish to see in wow. the world. You know what? Honestly, I would watch a kind of like Quentin Tarantino esque revenge flick about twelve Jewish gangsters called the Plagues, mm. where like each kind of a different sort of colorful assassin type person getting revenge on like someone who he just kind of made that movie. It was about Jews killing Nazis, but. <laughs> oh, but, but even, but the, I want the name, the 12 plagues. <laughs> yeah. What if Quentin Tarantino? Made Have you guys heard the rumor that. I heard a rumor that Quentin Tarantino is like infamously a horrible speller and. On the original, like <laughs> when he first like get, sent someone the draft of Inglorious Bastards, he just spelled bastards wrong. And then when he asked, they oh, asked about it, he was like, "No, I did that on purpose. That was for effect." So then it's just called oh. Inglorious Bast E R D S. Speaking of Quentin Tarantino and also frogs falling from the yes. sky, um, did where's you, this going? Which oh, this is about to be a real LA story. I was gonna frog frog. Showbiz, baby. <laughs> Frogs falling from the there sky. There I was I on Hollywood Boulevard. Of... You would not believe. <laughs> I no, I kept thinking about the movie Magnolia too, because mm. there's that frog scene. Um, but did speaking of Quentin Tarantino, did you see that quote from Fiona Apple where she was like, "If you ever want to consider quitting cocaine, just spend a night." Doing cocaine with Quentin Tarantino and P.T. Anderson in a movie theater, and yeah, did you see I that did. where they just talked? That's to, like, yeah, that's more effective than the Dare program. Definitely. Yeah. But do you, did, have you guys seen Magnolia? I have not. I have not. No. Shit, because there's a big. I think I might appreciate this scene more. You guys have to see Magnolia. It's so good. But there's a big scene where frogs start falling from the sky, at the end of it, and you're like, what? But fucking hail, hail on fire. That was really, I, th- no. I, I, that was the most visceral one for me. Hail on fire. Yeah, that was like an anime detail. Yeah, that yeah. little tinkling. And then sound. I imagine sort of the Egyptians being like, yeah. "Oh, what the? F- uh, all right, like hail, I'll be all right." And God's being like, "Not enough." And then all the fucking hail turns. Totally on no, fire. but this is like boulder-sized hail. It's like killing cows and splitting trees and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was- yeah. That's pretty apocalyptic. It's... Quick PSA. Uh, hail on fire is fucked up. All right, there we go. Um, yeah, don't do that pe- to people. That's not how you make friends. Cut so should we it. cut it or keep it? Yeah. That's the question. Do you want me Do you want me to go 
Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. So I kind of was saying, uh, I would say just fucking cut it because the text literally fucking tells us to. Um, because it constantly sort of reiterates the fact that none of this is happening for any particular reason other than God wants to get the 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 clout. So, uh, yeah, fucking throw that shit away. Even the text says, hey, you don't fucking need to deal with this. Because nothing happened. Because nothing happened. They tried everything mattered. and nothing worked. It was like, as, jo- as Josh said at the end of the Genesis thing, nothing matters <laughs> in our world or theirs. Push me to the edge. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i say fucking cut it yeah i think keep it just because this is like the craziest diva like lipstick all over her face that god gets so far you know he's he's just really he he's just scheming it's he's just i i guess and this is also to say that if we were gonna announce allegiances i am for the first time in smite me history on team god just because i just <laughs> love his energy in this chapter he's just because he's doing, he's being a shithead, but ultimately it's for the right cause. No, it isn't. Not really. Well, he <laughs> wants to free the Jews. So. Kind of. <laughs> he's technically doing like, the Incidentally, most. if the Jews get freed based off of what he wants. <sighs> yeah, I just kind of love it. I don't know. He makes the river run red with blood. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. He's cool. He's like the devil. I think that's cool. <laughs> um... I, part of me wants to say cut it because it would be cool if Moses just went to Pharaoh and was like, could you let us go? And then Moses just like parted the sea and they left. That would be like really cool if it was that easy. But as someone who was the second born child, I feel like that's something I always got to hold over my sister that she could possibly be taken away by like an evil force um which wasn't covered in chapters six through nine but they get there um so i do like that i don't want to let that part go um and i'm gonna say keep it i i like it i like the you know all the different variations of the beasts and bugs that come into play um i think that they can stay i'll keep I, it um, i would keep it but what i would cut is like <laughs> every uh every person who ever taught this to me the way they taught it to me as a child so uh mrs riddle kaufman you're on notice rabbi bruce oh, greenbaum shit. you're on notice we're bruce of, greenbaum uh, <laughs> wow. we're a lot of names to the yeah. watch list here um <laughs> I forget his last name, but uh, his name was Seth. He was one of my teachers. Checks out. Um, yeah, I just feel like this one, like there's actually like a real potential to like look at this and um, like get something out of it. And like, I feel like it's kind of making some interesting or there are some interesting commentaries to be had about like people in power freaking the fuck out and like justifying doing bad things with a good thing, but really just doing bad stuff. But we were just taught it as, like, he was bad, and then he got bad done to him. Which was good. Which was good. Yeah, which is just, like, irresponsible. Yeah, but also... (laughs) Even even well into the point that we were, like, young adults, I feel like they were still... Or or it was, like, a bygone conclusion by that point. It was, like, oh, we're going to talk about, like, real adult Judaism stuff. Like, can you get a tattoo? 
It's just like, this matters more than what Judaism says about getting tattoos. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think, um, it, well, it's kind of funny, too, because, like, one of the, I don't really do, observe anything, but what my mom is a Jewish educator, so one of the, like, cov, uh, not caveats, but one of the things I do do is, like, I go over for Passover before pandemic times, because, uh, like, I can kind of get behind the message, um, and that sort of brings, this chapter sort of brings that into question. <laughs> Of exactly what that message is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking now, like, I had, a, like, a, a kid's um, Haggadah that we used a lot when I was growing up. Like, first, like, when I was a kid and then for sort of, like, funny nostalgic reasons. And then, like, each plague has, like, a little funny photo of a kid with, like, a little yarmulke and, like, a frog on his face. <laughs> and he's like, Ooh. yeah. And it's just, like, that stuff is, like, very cute and funny, but it's also just, like, creepy like the plagues are creepy like the slaughter of the firstborn and that the, there's like a cute the fact, little like the fact that the uh, the frogs in the slaughter of the firstborn appear on the same list and are in the same category sure. of yeah. plague it's like <laughs> and yeah. yeah it's like everyone slipped on a banana and we killed half of their family <laughs> and there's so much blood involved at so many different parts of the story it's also yeah. like an oddly non-linear uh progression Mm -hmm. like it starts off with yeah. a river of blood which is fucking horrifying and badass and then it goes to frogs which like you'll get over that that's fine and then you know what i mean it like it it basically yeah. does like a little like whoopty 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 and then at the very end goes all the way to the maximum of the graph yeah. it play, it's playing with your expectations i can respect that it but if if i were to go in the order of severity i would be like frogs first because like whatever it could also you could eat them. That's a possibility. You can keep it as a pet. Frogs um, are delicious. They're, they're actually very good. Yeah. Um, frogs first. Then I'd probably go lice. Then I'd go noxious beasts. Then I'd go. Ooh, I'd go boils. Uh, then I'd go skincare. <laughs> then I'd go goils. It's true that I'd go goil. No. Then I'd go hail because there's fire. And then I guess then is that first? No, what, what we else never, is we there? didn't get to first. We oh we I I mean the ones that we're gonna cover next time are like dark, okay gotcha darkness. You're I mean we can we can mention them now. It's like locusts, darkness, firstborn, and one other thing. Yeah, I would actually put of, uh, put darkness at, as the first one as someone who's lived through the darkness. It's not that bad. Also, like ancient times, pretty fucking dark anyway. Yeah, and the only way you get to have light is by making smoke, which is just. That's, it's a it's an uphill battle. Yeah, I mean it's mostly bug based plagues, which is <laughs> really I mean we, yeah we did have roaches in our apartment for a while, and it is really it's not fun. Who are you enslaving? Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> this is my question. Our cats. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, either you better free them or you better convert religions. Or you're fucked. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, whose team are people on? Oh, I, I already said God, but go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Come up with an answer better than God, please. <laughs> please, by all means. By all means. <laughs> I'm team of... I'm team uh, the kind of thin-skinned pharaoh lackeys who are, like, at a certain point, kind of... They talk about, like, the magicians are like, this one is probably God, right? I mean, it's like, he made the lice. Like, you can't do it. And pharaoh's just like, no, you're not. I just... I don't see it. Um, thankless, a thankless job working for a man like Pharaoh. 
especially if it's forced. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on Team Pharaoh because for his heart to get that hard, he must have some really deep, like, emotional pain. Yeah, he's probably pretty traumatized if he just sees. Yeah. He's like future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. The rapper? Just, yeah, just like oh. really sad. <laughs> Very hard into heart. Yeah. So I I found myself feeling bad for Pharaoh. And, you know, I, I hope he, you know, eventually sought out therapy and figured out. Goes to Pharaoh you know, yeah, Pharaoh P. Jesus Pharaoh Christ! P. Come on, <laughs> pow pow. What pow, was the other pow, one you pow. said? The uh, with the with that was bore um, related. I don't know. Well, <laughs> you said diaspora. I regret diaspora. saying it already. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> wow. I mean, I was gonna find out eventually because we have it on recording. You know what? I, I think I'm on. This is they're not really mentioned, but I think I'm bo- um, on team whoever was like bordering Egypt with like. Because, you know, mm. whenever nations border, people usually cross over unless there's, like, wartime and whatever. Someone being like, hey, I'm going to go down to Egypt, pick up some frogs and shit. Do you want anything? And they're like, grandma being like, mm, you don't want to go down there right now. There's some wild <laughs> fucking shit happening. Yeah, imagine just, like, yeah, you're coming in to, like, whatever, sail your boat, and then the river is just all blood, and it's filled with dead fish. The question is, do you still sell the boat? Mm. Mm. Because then you're kind of stuck there in the river of blood. Your boat's how you get out. Stuck in the river. I mean, you could probably blood. sail the boat on blood. You know what I mean? It doesn't really affect your job. Yeah, yeah. Look, out, look, man. I'm just trying to do my job. You'll probably get some pretty cool pictures, sailing on the <laughs> sailing on the blood water. Yeah, true. Not all those who wander are lost. All right. Um, wow. I thank think, you, deep. I think the last thing is for uh, I I should have warned you, Aviva, but for you to bless us. Um, well, not us, but you can bless. You anyone. can bless anything. You just like, offer up a blessing yeah. in Hebrew. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Oh no! English only, please. <laughs> no, not like bless us, like whatever the tradition says. But like you know, if, if you're feeling, if you're feeling something, you can just give out a little. Just start a, a, a phrase that starts with "May you," and then just you can t- kind of take it from there. You know, to anyone, not just just to you the guys? listener. Anyone, anything. Okay anywhere and may you all have a yummy late night snack after dinner <laughs> yes that's i'm going awesome. i know what i'm gonna make i'm already gonna do that i don't know what i'm gonna make but now i want to make it aviva where can people find you on twitter instagram you can find people me say that on, on okay you can can find me um, on Twitter at Livin La Viva Loca, and you can find me on Instagram by my first and last name, Aviva Siegel. It's like Aviva underscore Siegel, but I ain't doing much on there. You can just follow me on Twitter. Cool. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah, people, okay. people, you'll see a, the massive what they call the the smite me bump in industry That's terms. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then, thanks for coming on. It was it was good to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thanks for having. Oh me. yeah, real quick, just so that the audio is there. If anyone's listening, you should like and subscribe to us on iTunes because that's the only way that algorithms learn that anything is is of worth, um, and that's the thing that kind of probably makes the most impact. Oh, and different. one last thing is you have to convert to Judaism. Stop saying that. <laughs>
<laughs> I wasn't gonna do it. I was no. I know. I knew you weren't going to somehow, and so I had to. Because Ayana gets real mad. If you're listening to oh, this, oh, well, you we also got to say bless the lads. Bless the lads. I can't we didn't and yeah, if you're listening yeah. to this, um, come to where me and Ayani live, and I'll give you a little bar mitzvah, just right there on the spot. <laughs> anyone? <laughs> I don't want anyone showing up. I before pandemic times, I didn't want anyone showing up. It'll be house. a distance masked bar mitzvah. <laughs> the theme will be Survivor. <laughs> but it, but it's just Survivor of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. You can yes. sit at the Elizabeth Hasselback table. Um, <laughs> is that, was that was, a real thing? That's I. Yeah, I think it was like members of the first season of Survivor. Yeah, that was. Those are the tables. Wow. Would you say the best season of Survivor? It was like the only. I didn't even like the show that remember? much. I just... <laughs> do you remember when Survivor tried to do a season where they were like race war edition? No, what? no. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs>